You're now listening to Churchy Life with Church Funny. Every week, we're bringing you fun conversations with real Christians from every walk of life. Make sure you visit churchylife.com for more. Welcome to Churchy Life, the podcast with Church Funny. This is your host, Damon Collins, the creator of Church Funny. I want to thank you for checking out this week's episode. Once again, we have a guest, and it is a very special guest today. She is a friend of mine, in my head at least. You know, we're friends on social media. Uh, We laugh about random stuff here and there. She's probably won every music award you can think of, Grammys, Stellars. She is one-third of the group Destiny's Child. Our guest today is Michelle Williams. Michelle, say what's up to the people for me, please. What's up, Church Bunny? All y'all going to hell Ah. for laughing (laughs) at this Church Bunny stuff. Oh, how are you going to do that? Look, you going right along with us. I know, right? (laughs) Listen, let let me tell you something. At least once a week, um, I have a group chat. And me and my friends, we be laughing about stuff that goes on in church. They'll yeah. send me something from church funny or just something that has to do with church foolishness. Yeah, the church And we get our lives every week. That's what's laughing up. Laughing at something. Yeah, it's it's always something to laugh at. It is dope that, you know, I get to interact with you and we laugh about random stuff. And, yeah. even, and even stuff that has nothing to do with church. Um, like, we're going to get you delivered on those sweet potatoes with the pecans on top. I'm going to... Oh, I don't like that. Nah, we're going to get you delivered. That's of the devil. No, no. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, All right, all right. Unless it's like the sweet potato souffle and you have the chopped pecans. But I like regular sliced candied yams with the butter, sugar, cinnamon, brown sugar, whatever you got to do to make them things right. Yeah, see, I do like the souffle type of thing almost. Yeah, but other than that, I've been in Atlanta since December. Yeah. And um, surprisingly, Atlanta doesn't have great soul food restaurants. What? That's that sounds ridiculous. I'm sorry. Somebody's gonna get me for saying it. Um, there's one I have yet. I have well, Candy Candy Burris has a soul food restaurant that's decent, and then there's another guy that has a restaurant that I haven't tried yet. But I just want regular soul food. Don't be coming up with all these creations for macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Don't be putting Gouda and ranch or whatever and folks ranch. be doing. No. I don't yeah, know. I'm just saying no, something random. Because folks be just messing up. Good old mac and cheese. Just yeah. keep it normal. No, I got keep you. Keep it normal. I got you. So, yeah. um, so I've been there. But yes, that's where the sweet potatoes thing come. I can't do like raisins and stuff in ah, my hands. Yeah, that sounds a little too deep. I'm not doing any Keep of it that away. Yeah, Keep no. it away. No, no, no. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-mm. All right, well, let's <laughs> let's get back on the, the real topic. Uh, hand. Yes, yeah, church. We talk, you're talking about churchiness and churchy life. But church and food go together. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. And we going to get we, into that. After every midnight musical, you we're going to it. Denny's, IHOP, or Perkins. It's got to be, di- well, yeah. Because I'm from LA, so Denny's was always yep, the 24 7 spot. spot that we would mm-hmm. hit. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But so I'm from LA. I grew up in church. I'm sure you grew up in church the same way I did. In fact, it's funny because I remember when, I don't know if it was when you first um, started singing with Destiny's Child or if it was like a little while after that, but I remember you being on 
um, some late night talk show, and I believe your sisters were on there, and you guys were all singing a gospel song. I'm like, this is my favorite Destiny's Child here. Oh, the that was on one. MTV. Was it MTV? Oh, yeah. yeah, the churchy yeah. one. I like the churchy one. She got, she had the, the I'm, I'm like, I need a gospel project with the sisters Ooh. and all that stuff. That was Oh, dope. wow. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. So let everybody know, like, how you came up in church. Like, give a shout out to your home church, your churchy upbringing, all that stuff. Just go through it. Yeah. I grew up in Rockford, Illinois, um, at a church called St. Paul Church of God in Christ. Oh, the grand old. That's what I see. The grand old Church of God in Christ. And so my it was my mother's brother's church. So okay. it was eight siblings. So she was a licensed missionary in Church of God in Christ. Her brother was the pastor. His Some of his other brothers were ordained ministers. My brother was minister of music. I was praise and worship leader, choir oh. director, usher church nurse on the fourth Sunday because it was youth Sunday yeah. like I did everything as it relates to church because it was really a family I wouldn't say a family run church but it was a my, my mother's brother's church yeah, so no, that's, we that's all right. had to be involved doing something yeah yeah that's definitely how it goes even when you're like even if you join a church um, in the early stages and you're like that anchor family church, you know, the anchor family in the church kind of mm-hmm. thing and you're kind of one running everything. So no, I definitely get it. That's, that's definitely yep. how it goes. Mm-hmm. All right. And so you, you were there for like a long time. So what, what was, so I don't know if you're probably still in, it's probably not, everybody's like non-denominational now. It's all kind of like mm-hmm. a good mix mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, so what church are you at? Are you attending a church out there in Atlanta now? What church are you hanging out well, at? Well, so I'll give you my background. So yeah. um, when I got into Destiny's Child, I moved to Houston for a little bit. And so there was Williams Temple Church of God in Christ. And then I moved back to the Chicago area where I was born and raised. Yeah. And so I uh, I joined Fellowship Baptist Church, right? Oh. So my mom was like, why didn't you join a Kojic church? I <laughs> right. was like, mom. I got so close with Tara and Pastor Charles Jenkins, but I just told my mother, I said, I didn't care what denomination it was. I just wanted the word. And that's where I was being fed. So I don't care if it was a Catholic church. If I felt like the word and I was growing, that's where I went. And so I moved to L.A. Um, and for years we were going to Bishop Noel Jones's church. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually met him through Beyonce and Kelly because they were in LA all the time. And so they introduced me to city of refuge. Right. I have friends that play there. Yeah. And then one church and then mosaic. And then I got to Atlanta this year. And so I've been, um, there's a small church there called the square. Okay. And so it's really small. It's it's non-denominational, but I really once I get planted somewhere like permanently to live, I can't wait to like really get into a church and serve at yeah. a church soon. So, I would I'm trying to figure that out, but yeah. no even if I'm living somewhere just for 6 or 9 months, I will find a church. Yeah. And I'll at least just sit and get the word, you know. Oh, yeah. But y'all be praying. Right, right. Um, on um, on what that looks like for me on this next step. Yeah, that's what's up. It's funny because I just moved to the Dallas-Fort Worth area of Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah, like about a year ago. And so it's like the same thing. And so I'm, I grew up singing um, in the choir and stuff and leading praise and worship and directing choirs and all that good stuff too. Um, so yeah, no, it's good to be able to kind of sit back 
and just, you know, get fed and get the word and stuff like that, too. So that's what's yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, plan out when you'll, you know, join in and help with the ministry and see where you fit in and stuff like that. Too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it's in me. It's literally in my blood. I mean, I come from a family of pastors or just ministers, people that serve. And yeah. so, you know. That's what's up. Yeah, I understand. That's that's awesome. Well, we're praying that you're going to find a good place. and Yes. You know, Somewhere Please you can get do. fed and stuff. Yeah, that's dope. That's Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, so look, um, growing up in church, I know you've seen some hilarious things happen. I've seen plenty <laughs> of things of hilarity happen as well. So if you want to share with us one or two or three, however many stories you got, some funny oh, stuff you've seen happen in church, um, feel free to share. There are so many. Of course, sometimes when people be like in the spirit. Yeah. You know, some funny stuff can ensue. I remember I saw something in church, not at my church, but this guy, he was going bonkers. Okay. And I was like, I don't know if the Holy Spirit really <laughs> does all of that. Like, yeah. I know the whole thing, like, it feels like fire shut up in your bones. Right. But, bro, <laughs> this guy was going so bonkers. He hit his head. Uh, on one of the pillars and busted his head to the white meat. And I was like, see, you was in flesh. Oh, my goodness. I don't believe that if you're really caught up in the (laughs) Holy Spirit, you should not, there should not be no blood spewing out your head. Yeah, see, we believe there's a Holy Ghost protection field around you. There's like some kind of force field that won't let that happen, right? You can get knocked out. but Listen, old folks say the Holy Ghost ain't stupid. Right. So he's not going to have you. I've seen church mothers twirling and running up and down the aisles, but they don't hit nobody. It could be somebody yeah. coming towards them. And it's like the Holy Spirit will like move them out the way of each other so that they don't run into each other. Right. Now, non-believers probably wouldn't get what we're saying. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't feel like, you know, the Holy Ghost will have you acting a fool and busting your head to the white meat show. I I just don't believe in that. That's yeah. just me. That sounds painful. Um, <laughs> and then it sounds like somebody would try to sue the church. Y'all shouldn't have had these hard pillars in here. Like, look. <laughs> Bro, you shouldn't have been yo and you probably had whiplash the way your neck was hucking and yeah. bucking and being foolish. But let me see. I just think um other funny things, like this one guy, there was a storm and it knocked all the power out. This is during what pastor's anniversary. I mean, the church was packed. Oh. So he had a flashlight. So he he came inside the church through the side doors and he forgot that there is this step. Oh, no. And he missed that step. And that flashlight went to swinging. <laughs> it was like a disco ball in that church. I mean, to this day, we cry real tears from that moment. Oh. Um, there are just so many things. I just remember, like, as a church girl, like, my grandmother, she was Baptist, but mm-hmm. she had all the communion stuff at her house. Oh, okay. So I was a problem child, believe it or not. And I, I would eat all the communion wafers. Well, okay, so and- back in the day, the communion wafers were delicious. They had, like... Regular crackers. Well, they had crackers. No, but these were thin, like paper thin, circular. Oh, the little styrofoam ones they have now? Those are horrible. I don't know why I loved them so much. That's but I remember eating them. <laughs> and she passed away in 2009. And she never knew 
that I was the one eating the communion wafers. Wow. She That's... had them in a back room of the house, and I was eating them. I, uh, see, the new I can't get with the new ones. I, I mean, like, back in the day, and I think we're, like, around the same age, and coming up, the church I came up in, they literally had, like, broken up saltine crackers <laughs> we just had broken no, up saltines. We, no and then my, even my culture church they had the wafers as well they were just more convenient you just pour them out the thing and yeah people can grab a little wafer as they go but yeah yeah there, there's been a progression of wafers and i haven't appreciated any of them since <laughs> the saltines the saltines right were, now we the they saltines got the the, or the oyster crackers the oyster now see that, that was all right you, I talked, right. to, I talked to somebody who said they've had the community play camp come around and it was goldfish crackers. Uh, oh, Amen on the community play. I was Amen. like, Amen. Come on, somebody. It was <sighs> just about the the acts and maybe not so much of what was on the plate. But right. man, and like to this day, that's what I, and it's the, it has to be Welch's. Don't give me no generic it's be Welch's. Yeah, It has to be Welch's. It's like the church, if they didn't have no budget for them communion wafers, they make sure they had a budget for Welch's. It wasn't no oil or anointed if it was generic. <laughs> it had to be Welch's. That's true. And then they'd stretch out the Welch's sometimes because you know they fill it with a little water. They'd stretch a it tinge, out. Uh, just oh, yeah. a little bit. Just they, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what these little, you know, the already made packet. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't Welch's. We don't know what. No, that's it's I like a little gritty. It it's like a little some little gritty at the yeah, bottom. I don't know I what that stuff is. No, no, it ain't Welch's, bro. Nah, see, Welch's could be in the campaign for like official holiness as well as Pompeian olive oil. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. If Pompeian and Welch's grape juice carried Ooh. the church <laughs> from from then till now, ever. That's, that's right. right. That's real holiness. Yep. So, but there are so many awesome church stories, you know, and I know people might, cause I'm sure, I wonder if you get where people don't like church funny or they think you're making a mockery or making oh, yeah. fun of the church. Absolutely. And it's like, you know what, but like I said, if you're, those are just when you're just being too deep, Yeah. you have to be able to laugh at some of this stuff that goes on in church. You have to, you yeah. have to, because that stuff really be funny. It is. And it helps, gives us balance because, you know, we didn't get a whole lot of balance being, you know, strict upbringing and stuff like that. Yeah. So you had to laugh about something. <laughs> and that was yes, definitely the uh, stuff at church was, yep. uh, was prime targets to laugh at. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. You know, um, I love being a part of, like I said, I was a choir director, leading praise and worship at times. And that was just something gradual. And speaking of communion, like if you led the communion worship, that means you made it. Oh, was okay? it? Was you you got to know because the saints, once they take that juice, that's when the, that's when they want to shout. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you had know, to be on, your, on point. So you had to know the shouty, churchy communion songs as well. Um, but I wouldn't change my upbringing for anything else in the world. Right. I'm not perfect by any means, but I think that foundation, you know, has kept me from going over the edge. I go close to the edge. I've been close to the edge. Yeah. But it, I think it, kind of, it keeps you from really going over and beyond the edge. Yeah, it's the foundation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The foundation yes, keeps sir. you. Mm -hmm. Even like it's everybody, I think most, especially like PKs and stuff, will venture off and do all kinds of stuff 
um, and get into a whole lot of trouble or whatever. Um, but you know, we have a good solid foundation. Um, and most of the time they come back. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's all good. I mean, you want to, it's like, you know, it's like you want to do what everybody else is doing. Right. But there are certain children who grew up in church where, no, you're actually marked. Like God actually, regardless if your dad was a pastor or not, yeah. God marked you. So yeah. there are just, and just as you get a little older, you begin to appreciate, okay, I was set apart for a reason. I'm different for a reason. But it's like, no, man, I just want to wow out for like a couple <laughs> years. And then I'll come back. Yeah, that's you know? I think my... I think my father-in-law was saying something about that because he's a his dad's a pastor and all that stuff and when he was out there trying to do stuff now mind you dad is like i think he's like six seven or six eight and they and his friends would be telling him oh you can't do that you're a church boy i'm like i can't do what they would his friends would stop because like you said he was marked he's got that you know yeah. they knew who he was and stuff and they're like no you can't be out here doing that with us man you, you gotta can't. you know mm-hmm. yeah that's how it works that's how it works. But, it's, you know, what's yep. dope is that you're able to bridge the gap between, like, um, church life, church culture, and just regular life, regular world stuff uh, with everything that you're doing. So I think that's, like, super dope for you to be out and be in a light everywhere. You know, that's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, I even see you stepping out. You got, it looks like you're a fashion model now. Um, it, <laughs> the stuff you post on Instagram is <laughs> dope. I'm like, oh, this she, now she's a model. This is amazing. Listen, I'm, I'm not even literally mad. out here having fun i'm not limiting myself i'm not labeling myself putting myself in a box if i feel like it's something great and i if i feel like it's aligning with purpose i'll do it whether it's co-hosting on the view or the real or like i sang in church this morning i'm here in the baltimore area sharing with um pastor mike and Dee freeman i've been here since august 27th she had her women's conference called god's glamorous girls and so I haven't left yet. They keep holding me hostage. And so this morning he was like, Michelle, you, you've been with us two weeks. It's time to put <laughs> you to work. So Tim Bowman, you know, he got the band and singers. They put the track up. And when Jesus say yes, and we just rocked it out right That's quick. What's up. So that in Pastor Didi was like, how did you just get up there and own it? I was like, That's what, first of all, growing up in church will have you because they will call on you to do a solo in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. And of, and of course my performing as a profession just kind of helps you get up at any time and make sure you just give your best, make sure you give your all. Yeah. Yeah, they'll look you at know? you even if if you get up um with like a little worry look on your back in the day they'll be like, now be you also ready they'll, come they'll on that's this. right you can always get on up have there. a song in your heart yeah prepared. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah okay so before we get to our next segment we want to give a quick shout out to our podcast sponsor and that's churchydate.com churchy date is the best new christian dating site where the goal is to connect single christians through faith laughter and love it's got all the features you'd want on a dating site plus some really fun and churchy questions to make sure there's no unequal yokes a man being formed. <laughs> so while other dating sites cost around 30 bucks a month, Churchy Dates Premium Membership is only $5 a month, and they've even got super discounted six-month and yearly plans. Register and create your profile for free on churchydate.com and use the promo code CHURCHYLIFE to try a premium membership out completely free for one month. Go ahead, browse for your sanctified boo at churchydate.com. 
So we'll do this next segment called the Holy Hot Seat. And the Holy okay. Hot Seat is where we hit you with some random rapid fire type of questions around your levels of holiness and <laughs> man and sanctification. Yes, God. And it's to okay. see how much you really love the Lord and the people of God and the Ooh, things of God. Lord, Lord, okay. I know. It's it's going to be rough, so just get ready. Okay, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Two-part question. Okay. What was the best part and the worst part about growing up in church? Best part about growing up in church, I guess, would be the friends I made. And then the worst part about growing up in church was that you had to be at church every other day. Yeah, at least every other day. Yeah, yeah. that was the worst part. Yeah, you no. didn't have a life, and like you couldn't like if there was a basketball game on a Friday night and the church had to go to a, another church or for another engagement, you couldn't go because the church had to go somewhere. So you couldn't be with all your friends. You had to be at church. Yeah, we yeah I remember we used to do um, every once in a while our pastor would have us out witnessing. We would, <laughs> oh wow, come on witness, be a witness. This is like on Saturday morning. Um, prime cartoon time. Oh my God, that's cartoon time. Exactly. That's Soul Train time. Isn't that messed up? And then we had, exactly Soul Train was on the cartoon on Saturday mornings. And he had us out here with these bright orange shirts that said like Jesus saves real big on the, on the front. I want to say my mom still has one of those shirts, and that was oh God the 80s. bless her heart. Yeah, I want to say she might still have one, but Ooh. yeah. And we out there walking up and down the neighborhood, knocking on people's mm, doors. Just, mm. yeah. But we thank God. <laughs> we thank God. Yes, we do. On today. Oh, man. Okay. Man, this is going to be, I guess, a tough one. And it's funny because you mentioned there's no good soul food. Well, you don't know of any good soul food spots in Atlanta. Let's say that. Because <laughs> I, I Oh, can't. people in Atlanta are probably going to be mad at me. But listen, I've tried a lot of soul food restaurants down there. And I'm like... It's just ain't good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't trust most people's soul food because mm, I cook mm, mm. and I don't trust most people's anything. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yep. all, you know, with a grain of salt. Um, mm-hmm. But so what's your favorite after church spot to eat right now? And I don't, I can't even pin it down to a city. It could be Atlanta. It could be like L.A. Um, out there right now. What, what's your favorite oh, after God. church spot to eat? Just, they, well, first of all, I'm sorry, on Sundays, to this day, my body is conditioned to eat soul food on Sunday. That's what I'm talking about. So today, um, Pop um, Pop Wooten, Dee Dee Freeman's dad, cooked oxtails, macaroni and cheese, oh, green wow. beans, like cornbread. It's so soft and moist. It tastes like cake. Yeah. Chicken wings, corn. Oh, it's so good. Where can I sign up for a plate? Because I don't understand. I why. know, right? <laughs> what a is church happening? plate. Man, for real. Yeah. Seven dollars for a church plate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So on Sundays, or well, Sundays, I have to have good soul food. I don't want seafood. I, I want soul food. Yeah. That's no. That's what's up. That's fine with me. I don't know in particular any like soul food places out here yet, and I'm sure there are some in Dallas. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure, sure there are. Yeah. There's like one, but I, yeah, I haven't. My kids are always on. <laughs> my kids are little. They're three and four. Oh, bless. Yeah, they love Golden Corral because. (laughs) Okay. That's a good old. That's the church folks love Golden Corral. Yeah. Okay. I was because I had never been until I moved out here. And I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty decent. It's Mm -hmm. way better than like Hometown Buffet. Um, Oh, gosh. Hometown Buffet. I haven't been to Hometown. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's been some years. 20 years probably. Yeah. No, I don't really try to frequent. (laughs) I don't try to go there. Yeah. 
The kids love Golden yep. Corral, so we usually there um, after church, you know. Okay, yeah. That's good. All right, let's see. What's your favorite non-churchy pastime? My favorite non-churchy pastime. Right, when you're not playing the tambourine and just shouting and worshiping the Lord 24-7, or maybe 24-6, in that one hour of time. Meaning growing up. No, or now? now. Yeah, now. Oh, my favorite. Oh, it's Judge Judy. Every day at 4 oh, yeah? p.m. I have to watch Judge Judy, no matter where I am in the country. Here, it's she comes on at 3 p.m. Okay. in Baltimore. But 4 p.m., pretty much everywhere else, I have to watch Judge Judy because she gets the Saints together. <laughs> What's up with the little? Doesn't she have like a little ponytail or something now? What's like now? She, she has is? a ponytail. I don't know if some. I don't know if somebody was like, honey. You know, bring your your face off your head. Right. I don't know, but you know, yeah, she's probably just trying something new because that's been her hairstyle for years. Yeah. That, you know, so maybe somebody said, "Hey, it's a new season. Try something different." So right, yeah. she's the highest paid woman on daytime television. Oh wow! She might be the highest paid woman on television. Period. Since Oprah Winfrey, I know Ellen mm-hmm. DeGeneres is probably. I think Ellen DeGeneres is trailing Judge Judy. But oh, wow. I know for a fa- I know she's the highest paid woman on daytime television. Hmm. That's interesting. That makes sense. Yep. She's been, you know, going strong for a while. So that's, Yes, 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 yes. Yep. That's all good. Let's see. Um in your industry, uh-huh. Who do you look up to? In my industry, who do I look up to? Um, for work ethic, I would have to say I really love um I love Jennifer Lopez, Queen okay. Latifah. Uh, speaking up, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Um, Beyonce has a monster work ethic where right. her her brain just doesn't turn off or sleep. And I'm like, sis, <laughs> you gonna be okay if you take five seconds to just jump in the pool or something. <laughs> Um, but I love it. So the, all the women that I've named, you know, they don't take no for an answer, you know? Um, and so I really love their, I love their work ethic yeah. and I just love, I also love how they treat people outside of work. Yeah, they're just nice. They're nice people. Yeah. They're nice people. That's good. Yeah. That's always a, a good thing to think about when you're talking about who you, you know, who you look up to and stuff, how they actually yes. treat people. Um, yeah, because some, I don't know, some people don't get it. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially in the, like, the churchy world, and which is the most interesting. Like, people in church get a little bit of, you know, accolades or something, and then they're like, <laughs> they can't be bothered. Or, I want to say this, too. I have a thing for music, obviously, and not every musician, but there have been musicians where they feel like they don't have to practice just because they oh, have right. a natural gift. Let me just get on these drums. Let me just get on this bass. Let me just get on this organ. And it's yeah. like, no, you have to know <laughs> to practice. You have to know that treat that seat more than just a gig, more yeah. than just a paycheck. Really, I don't, it's kind of almost like, yes, how you live outside of church should matter. But to me, sometimes when you get in that sacred place in that building, your posture should like change because I really feel like it affects the flow of service when your heart is right. And it goes beyond, Oh, I shouted them today. Right. Right. You know, it's something awesome when you see somebody like Jabari Johnson and mm-hmm. Thatch Tribet, 
on his Instagram page shouting together or worshiping God together. It's it's something awesome. So I just speak that to musicians because it it just because you have the gift, make sure the posture is right and make sure you're honoring the, the gift giver. Yeah. Um beyond the gift, the person who gave you life. Yeah. You know. So that's just my thing. Singers, musicians, period. You yeah. know. I think it takes yeah. a level of maturity too. Um once you get to a certain place, because especially with musicians and singers, sometimes the uh, the mar- I would say the market is over flooded with talent and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. when you become like kind of above that crowd and you're still kind of young and stuff, you don't really know what to do with it. Like, oh, I'm out here just I can do whatever I want. Yeah, you know? um, yeah. So yeah, it just takes some maturity. Um, yeah, little, little seeds. That's right. Yeah, just a taste of seeds. No, they will. They will. <laughs> but. Shucks, I, I'm talking to the ones that ought to know better, too. Ah, now. Yeah. You know, I want to encourage them because you can have the gift, but I'd rather take somebody that's not as gifted as you, but when their heart is right, I right. can work with you when you're pliable. But that's yeah. a whole nother podcast. A whole nother podcast. We definitely okay. have to have you on the second time for some yes. more hilarious stuff. If you, if you ever yes, want to, man. Look. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right, let's do, we do, we'll do one more. Um, if the spirit hits you just right, which one are you? Are you dancing in the aisles, falling over, crying, throwing your hands up? Are you doing laps around the church? Is it all of the above or none of the above? None of the above. None I'm a worse as I'm a quote unquote worshiper. I'll definitely lift my hands. I'll let the tears flow. Now, if it's a good old bump going, I might kind of shuffle my feet in place, uh-huh. but I'm not finna get out in the aisles. Don't be trying to grab my arm and make me shout in the aisle with you because I'm gonna look at you like you're crazy. I'm not moving. <laughs> I'm not doing none of that foolishness. So don't do grab that. me trying to do si do. That elbow loop, they get you. <laughs> but I love, I love seeing other people go for it. Oh, I yeah. love seeing other people shout. When I'm bored, if I'm on the road and I have my laptop, I I literally just YouTube praise breaks. That's funny. One of the best praise breaks is um, Corey Henry. At Greater Allen Cathedral, it's Corey, I think, Vendell, Stanley Brown, I think Shelton Gray's on base at Greater Allen Cathedral in New York. Y'all oh, wow. Google that praise break. I'm telling you. That's funny. I'm, I'm going to check that out. You. I'm going to check yes. it out. Yes. And then you said none of the above, and then you said like three of them. <laughs> <laughs> you were like none of the above, but I will put throw my hands up. But I'm not like the woman that shouts every oh, Sunday. Yeah. No, I got you. I don't, you know what I'm saying. I don't know when's the last time I've. I matter. I don't think I ever have. Just like the spirit hit me and I just went to bucket. Just picked them like, up and put them down. Nah, nah. <laughs> oh, like I said, but so. I do like to see other people. Yeah. I will instigate it too. I'll egg you right on. You got the clapping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got you. I'm not up dancing either. I beat this. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd like to see the other people going. Yeah, going I love other though. people. Yeah. yeah that's what's yep. up. All right. Well, that's it. That's all we have for you. That was dope. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you doing yeah, this man. again. I know I keep saying that, but yeah, this has been dope. You're dope. Much love to you. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Um, okay. And follow you. Find anything you got going mm-hmm. on in music, fashion shows, maybe. Oh, uh, bless you. Uh, on um on Instagram and Facebook, I am simply Michelle Williams. You'll see the blue check. Um, on Twitter, I am real Michelle W. I'm verified. So I just want people to know that I have verified pages. 
Do not <laughs> fall for the okie doke. Apparently, there are people making false pages, and people are actually talking to fake Michelle Williams pages wow. in their DMs and stuff. I'm like, how gullible are y'all to think that it's me? Please, if you don't see a blue check, don't be so thirsty to talk to quote unquote celebs or people. Find out, go to their page and if you don't see and if somebody you're talking to don't have a blue check by that name nine times out of ten it is not them so i'm not being rude or anything and when i say don't be gullible or so thirsty to talk to a high profile person or celebrity most of the time i engage with people on social media i will talk back to you in my comments i'll even answer a dm or to something positive and encouraging but just look for the blue check mark, um, so you'll know for sure if it's me you're talking to. That's right. You tell me how can people be so gullible? Have you seen catfish before? What are you talking about? People will people are thirsty to talk to anybody. They don't care. They they talking to people. Oh. And they, oh, this is clearly this random supermodel, and they like no, it's not. It's just no, not. it is not, <laughs> dude. They have so no. many TV shows around people. Trying to talk to other people who they think is who. Well, let me tell you something. I won't be talking to you from an unverified page. Right, exactly. Uh, You can try it if you want to. I'm just saying, it ain't me. That's right. Well, thank you so much for having me, Church Money. To all the listeners, um, y'all are amazing. And just know that it is okay to laugh because I be laughing right along with y'all sometimes (laughs) in the comments. I'm going to be honest, some stuff I don't comment on. Because I don't want nobody like yeah. criticizing me and being stupid on my page because the Lord is working on my clapback ministry. He actually wants to mute ah. my clapback ministry. But uh, uh <laughs> but trust me, I be lurking and yeah. I because I, I see stuff on my timeline that be so funny. But just because I'm doing this podcast, so that lets me know I love what Church Funny is doing, love what you're about, and um you know, keep going. Thank you. Thank you. We love you too. Yeah, you're, you're just awesome. Yeah. Um, even just hitting us up and doing this. This is dope. Oh, no worries. Thank you for asking me. Yeah, of course. All right. And we'll see y'all next week. Thanks. All right. All right. Take care, man. For full episode information, show notes, and links to anything discussed on this episode, visit churchylife.com. For feedback and guest suggestions, email churchfunny at gmail.com. If you love what we're doing, show your support with a positive rating and review on iTunes. Please don't forget to subscribe and share Churchy Life with your friends and family.